No, I am not letting you out of this house. You can't stop me. Oh, yes, I You walk out of this house, don't even think about coming back. And that's from Buffy. That's pretty intense. And have you been given ultimatums? Have you been told, you do this and we're not going to speak with you again? Or you date that guy and we are not going to ever let you walk into this house again? Have you ever been given an ultimatum in your life? And what kind of damage does that do to you? What type of coping strategy do you have? Do you fight back? Do you isolate and run away? Do you just sit there feeling very depressed, defeated? You know, how do you cope with stressors in your life, especially ones that are emotionally charged from somebody that's important to you? This is Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And it's an opportunity for you to ask me a question. I'm a clinical psychologist. Anything that's on your mind, you can ask. It could be problems with your kids or an in-law or problems with friends or maybe even with yourself. Maybe you just feel like you're floundering in life. You don't know where you're going. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Toll free. 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll free. 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And you can also visit my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. And right now I want to welcome Merrick to the phone. Mer- is that the way you pronounce it, Merrick? That's correct, Dr. Kenner. Okay. And you're, you're, you want to introduce someone to a book and you don't know how to go about doing it? Uh, actually, your book, uh, Romance. Oh, okay. Oh, my book is a hard one to introduce, isn't it? <laughs> well, um, I don't think so. But yeah. especially right now for me it is because uh, recently I found out that my girlfriend was lying to me. Oh, okay. And I had brought the issue to surface and we discussed it. But at the same time, my trust for her has diminished a little bit. Oh, I would think significantly. What did she lie about? Um. I'd rather not get Okay, into that's fine. You don't mind. That's fine. And it just is it uh sometimes someone can lie about, you know, I really just it's small or big is what I guess I'm asking. You know, someone can say, "Oh, I really am running late because I hit traffic when they didn't they really stopped for coffee." And other times it's a lie that really is pa- painful. Yeah, it's a it's a big lie. It's okay. rather okay. painful and it's enough to cause me to want to break up. Okay, I can hear it in your voice. Um, so the reason uh, I'm wondering how to introduce your work to her uh, is because I'd like to fix the relationship, and I think your book is wonderful. Oh, thank you. But I don't know how to introduce it without sounding condescending or you know, anything that would imply uh, something negative, how, why I'm going into her as if I'm the all-knowing one. Okay, first I can hear the pain. You're in a lot of pain for her lying, for her having lied to you? Yeah. And have you discussed that with her openly? Has has there been any resolution with that? Does she know the damage? Do you feel like she's made amends at all? Well, we did discuss it very openly in quite a lot of detail. Yeah. And she's made me promises that only time will tell. Okay, so partly you're sitting in uh, proper evaluation of her. Is she a good lifetime partner for me, or is she a good partner for me? I don't know if you want it for a lifetime. But is she someone that, you know, you've invested time with her, you've invested your views of the future with her, and now you're figuring out how do we go about mending it. So if you're thinking about introducing her to the book, it's... 
what do you think she would do? Everybody's different. If you were to say, this is an interesting book I've been reading, or maybe she already knows you've read it. Does she know she you? She has no idea that I've read it. Okay. So what if you just said, this is an interesting book I read. You know, I think that we would grow stronger from it. What do you think she might say? Actually, that sounds very positive, and I'd hope she'd be responsive to that. Okay, so what I'm doing there is I'm focusing on the value. What's in it for us? Mm-hmm. Not just for me, but for us. What's in it for us? So, you know, I think we could grow stronger from this, and that might set her at ease if she just... It, it, she, I'm assuming she isn't a pathological liar, that this was just a one-shot deal, or you okay. don't know. Well, I'd hope like to think not. Okay, so she isn't a pathological liar. Okay, so you want to keep your antenna up (laughs) because sometimes the desire to be with somebody is so strong and the time you've invested in them is so long. And as I mentioned earlier, your hopes and dreams are all wrapped around this. Your whole future is wrapped in with this person. And it's hard to your mind naturally will resist hearing something negative or observing something negative, but that's exactly what you want to be alert to. And if there's nothing, wonderful. Guess what that will do? Right. If this, it'll just make it stronger. Because it will ma- it. Right, because you're facing facts. And if, if, there are no, if there's no negative data coming in, in situations that are challenging, you know, where she might in the past have lied or have uh, misrepresented something, which is, again, a lie, then you will you will be rebuilding the trust. Um, if she gets, if she reads the book, is there anything in the book that you think she particularly would, it would put a smile on her face, she would enjoy, or she would say, aha, now I understand it, in a warm way? I think there's a lot in your book that would do that. Okay, so if there were... A, so, number one, you can just say we could grow, here's a book we could grow stronger from. And you'd have to do some, as we would say around here, splaining, some splaining about the type, title. Because um, the title, I think, it, to many people, when they see my, the book, I'll say the name of the title. It's, this, it's Dr. Ed Locke and I wrote it, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And the title for most people is what? The word selfish, what is that, positive or negative? Definitely positive. Oh, well, and maybe your context or my context, but, you know, if my parents see that book, The Selfish Path to Romance, what's our daughter thinking, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, it's like the my way or the highway view to romance, and they might say, that's not like Ellen. How could she ever write a book with that title? And that's not what we mean. We mean the self-valuing, the self-respecting, the self-esteem way to romance. And here's the key that may help uh, your girlfriend, is that it's for both people, that she holds on to herself, and she doesn't hold on to herself when she lies, right? If she's lying, what is she doing to her self-esteem? Exactly. Um, I mean, she's diminishing it because she's living a fake reality. She's lying to herself. And, you know, all of us have at one point experimented with a lie. I didn't take that cookie, Mom, or yes, I was home on time, Dad. And, you know, throughout your childhood, and you know what it's like to live a, a double life, 
the truth, what you know happened, what you could play back in the video in your own mind, and the facts, I mean the facts, excuse me, and the lie, the fabricated reality. And that's emotionally very straining and it takes a toll on your view of yourself, your self-evaluation. So in the word, in the book, The Selfish Path to Romance, it's more the self that both partners in a relationship feel good about themselves inside and they cherish one another and they cherish each other's values. So uh, let me just give you a few tips of what you could do if you, if the first layer doesn't quite work. Number one, you don't put pressure on yourself. She doesn't have to read the book. You're offering it and that takes, you know, if she doesn't, she doesn't. I don't put pressure on anybody in my life to read the book. Even my closest friends, if they read it, they read it. Uh, the second is that if you you can invite her through values, meaning through something that's important to her. So if if in building the important, excuse me, building your relationship, making it stronger and making it more fun, is exciting she might be excited about reading the book. Sometimes when you ask someone, when you suggest so that someone read a book, it feels overwhelming. So you might just point to a paragraph that you think she would find humorous or funny or something that would be clarifying for her and not in an I told you so way. See, you should have read this. You should have known this. But much more in a, oh, wouldn't this be fun? You know, we could plan a vacation together rather than me always planning it. Or you do something, you focus on something that's unique to both of you because we cover a lot in that book. Everything from sex to conflict resolution to... Uh, making yourself lovable, you know, there's a lot there. And we also cover how to part ways if you cease being soulmates. So remember, we have an appendix if things don't work out. So I hope that helps. Yeah, the, my biggest fear is presenting it to her in an I told you so way. I really don't want to do that. Yeah, so figure out things in the book that would tickle her funny bone or just give her a fun aha. Just read her a paragraph or a sentence and she might say, oh, I'm interested in that. What book are you reading? And then you can go from there or ask her one of the questions. Listen, thank you so much for the call, Merrick. Thank you very much, Dr. Kenner. Oh, you're welcome. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> 